Looking to save your hard-earned cash? Fed up with the forever rising cost of everyday living and want to know ways of making the most of your money? Then this is the podcast series for you. Get expert advice from financial and consumer journalist Lindsay Cook, along with broadcaster Glenn Thompson. Welcome to the Mrs. Mean Money Show. Yes, on your favourite podcast platform, of course, this is the Mrs. Mean Money Show podcast. It's all about saving money. And Mrs. Mean herself, Lindsay Cook, is back in the studio. Lindsay, always good to see you. How are you doing? I'm absolutely fine, looking out at the snow, and it's nice from inside. <laughs> it is nice and warm inside, isn't it? It is absolutely lovely. Today, Mrs. Mean, it's all about cashback schemes. Getting money, as we all know, when you spend sounds too good to be true. But cashback schemes have been around for years, haven't they? And uh, just recently, it seems that every bank and credit card we have is offering us money when we shop. It seems too good to be true, doesn't it? Getting money back. There's got to be a catch somewhere. Somewhere, Mrs. Mean. Well, there are many people who claim they're getting hundreds, if not thousands of pounds every year for buying their normal shopping. And I've always been a bit sceptical about this. So I've looked into it. And um, I think the cards and the offers can work for some people, but you've got to be very careful. Otherwise, it can cost you more. It's like if you go to the sales, something's 50% off, but you may not get the best deal ever. And you've got to do your research. So it's really important. And especially if you're using a credit card with cashback and you spend more than you intended to, if you don't pay it off the credit card in full at the end of the month, the interest you pay will more than outweigh any cashback you get. So you really got to think about the whole deal. You've got to read the terms and conditions. I've done quite a bit of research on Trustpilot and other places. A lot of people get caught out because they say, oh, you can get 5% on this and that. But they don't recognise that you've got a minimum spend for each transaction. Mm. And quite often this minimum spend is £15, which is, I don't know, a, a reasonable little shop, a little gift or whatever. But the £15 is often before VAT and delivery costs. So if you're buying online and you think, oh, I spent more than £15, well, unless you spent about £20, if there's delivery costs and VAT involved, you don't get your cash back. My old mum always used to say, you know, nothing in this life is free. And I know that you agreed with that to some extent. But, I mean, cashback schemes, in a nutshell, do they work or don't they work? I think they work when you don't chase the cash. For example, I've had a Santander 123 account for quite a number of years. And when they started out, they offered you a certain percentage cash back on your council tax, on your mortgage payments, on your utility bills. And you were paying those anyway out of your normal current account. So what's not to like? And since then, they've added other things like you can get stuff from retailers. And my son transferred our broadband. He managed to get £70 cash back on that. Wow. Although he was a bit nerve wracking because it took about three months for the money to come through. And he was thinking, oh, have I been had? Oh, the offer's no longer there, so I won't be able to claim it. But th- after he'd been <laughs> showing anxiety, it came in the next day. So that is worth having. But we were moving to a cheaper broadband deal and... It just happened because I had the Santander account. He said he'd just check what deals there were. You see, I don't check all the time. I was just happy to take money off my phone bills and Mm. my 
council tax, etc. And it's worth having it. It's money you're going to spend. You know, your council tax, you're going to spend it anyway. It's going to go out of your bank account. Well, if if you get 2% back off that, it's not a massive amount of money, but you might as well have it rather than the bank. So they do work, but you've got to be very careful. Those are simple ones. It gets paid automatically to your account. My son waited three months to get the £70. So that is absolutely a symptom of how these things work. Slights often limit what you have to earn before you can withdraw the money. So just because you've earned £20 worth of points doesn't mean you can get it out straight away. They'll probably say you take it out in units of £50. Mm. And if you're not buying anything else, it'll sit there for a time. So that's something to consider. As I said earlier, it can take months to get cash back. And some people never get what they expect. So do you um, do you continually chase this cash back then? I mean, they know presumably that, that the cash back is owed to you. Or is it a question that, you know, you get on the phone or you email them? You can't get on the phone these days, can you? Nobody seems to answer the blessed phone. <laughs> but do you constantly bombard these people and say, well, where's my cash back? Or will it come automatically eventually? From what I've read on Trustpilot Reviews, quite a few people do hassle the cashback company. And to be fair to them, Top Cashback and Quidco, who are the brand leaders, they will sometimes pay customers before they receive the money from the retailer or the service. And they are getting, I imagine, tens of thousands, if not millions of payments. So getting them to the right person and getting the money through and the retailer probably hangs on like all people who owe you money. They all hang on to it for a bit longer and then it gets to the cashback company. Mm. So it can take a time. As I say, lots of references of top cashback and quidco. If, if it's a, a chunky bit of money and you want it, they will often pay it earlier if they can see, because they've got tracking, if they can see that money's going to come to them, yeah. they'll pay it to you before they get it in some cases. It is what it is. Mm. Some people put a lot of effort into it and they may get quite a bit of money. People talk about getting hundreds of pounds in a few months. Others, thousands, because they book holidays, pay for insurance. They don't buy anything without getting cash back on it. I I used to work with somebody who was like that, and she did well on it, and she was always pretty happy on it. But moving broadband company, £70. What's to complain about when the the broadband fee went down as well? But you need to look at what you have to spend to get it. Are you getting a bargain or are you saying, oh, I can get £70 here. (laughs) I'll go for that because that's cash up front and I can always change companies later. So you've got to really look at it. When you've spent tracking allows the cashback site to see what you spent. um, And this can cause problems. Sometimes the retailer just doesn't pay the cashback site. They may not recognise it as a a sale introduced by the cashback site. Mm. It can be a fault in their tracking or it can be that their agreement says they'll only pay so many a month. I don't know what the problems are, but you don't have a right to claim unpaid cashback. There's no legal right to it. So if you're going to do it, think of it as a bonus. But don't let it drive your spending. Don't let it make you do things. As I say, with the old Santander account, getting the money on your utilities bills, you're going to spend that money anyway. Mm. Might as well have it. And more and more banks and credit cards are offering discounts. So you don't have to go to the cashback cards alone. So if you've got a, a credit card, it's worth looking If you're going to buy something using that credit card, it's worth looking. They often say, oh, we'll give you 10% off at this retailer or that retailer. But if you want the 10%, you've got to log on for it. You've got to make sure that your interest in getting that cash back is registered before you make the spend. And if you have problems, 
contact the cashback site. They seem to respond to calls quicker than energy companies. So they are very much a consumer-led company. But if the cashback site goes bust, you've got no protection. You know, you'll still be a creditor, technically, but you're unlikely to get any money you're owed. You're really in the hands, then, of the cashback company. The People like Top Cashback or Quidco, people like that, you're in their hands, aren't you, really? Hoping to get the money via them from the person you spent the money with. Yeah, you are. It's also lots of credit cards, etc. If it's a reputable name, it's a name you know, If it's some, then you've got a, a better mm. chance, is what I'd say. But, you know, as I say, Top Cashback and Quidco have been around for ages. Santander is one I mention. My Marks & Spencer credit card is offering me cashback. That's why I started thinking about, is it of interest? For years, this friend was telling me how much he got from it and, oh, you're a fool not to do it. <laughs> it's, it's quite hard work as well. It's quite hard work. You've got to be looking for things. The things I've had mm. have been almost accidental finds. But as I say, the um, credit cards want us to spend more. We're spending less at the moment. So they're trying to persuade us. They get a take from the retailer. It's a bit like BNPL, buy now, pay later. If you do buy it, buy now, pay later, the retailer will give them a percentage, a commission. So the credit cards who are offering cashback will get mm. a commission from the retailer because they all need the extra trade. Money builds up in your cashback site account, but don't leave it there because you could lose it if the company fails and you might as well have it in your own account earning interest. Okay. It's so easy. It's like sales. You can be seduced by cashback for buying an insurance policy, but always check the prices online because you may be able to get it cheaper without the cashback. Okay, so we're taking a look then at cashback schemes today on Mrs. Mean's Money Show podcast, all about the cashback. Uh, still to come, of course, how cashback works can cost you more. But firstly, who are the cashback leaders, Mrs. Mean? There's got to be a number of leaders out there in this particular field. Are you driven by a desire to create change? Dive into From Passion to Purpose, where we unlock the stories of nonprofit trailblazers. Get inspired as leaders share invaluable tips and transformative tales that empower you to make a lasting impact in your community. Tune in and ignite your passion into purpose today. Well, the biggies are Quidco and Top Cashback. They've been around for years. You can earn money in-store, grocery shopping. They also do it, obviously, online. That's the biggie for most mm. of us. For everything, you must check the terms and conditions before making a purchase. And you've got to make sure that you register. If you're using a cashback and you also use a loyalty card, use them both. Make sure you get both. There's no point in giving up your nectar points to get cash from another service. You can get both on a purchase. And it's important. You know, we've got the biggies, as I say. Check the terms and conditions beforehand. A recent arrival in this business is a company called jamdonut.com. It's quite small, but it's paying out a million pounds a year. And one of the things they've specialised in is paying quickly. So as soon as you get a thousand points, they'll pay it 
they say, within 24 hours. And I tend to believe them, partly because it's been founded by the guy who started Resolver, which is the free online complaint service. So he's a consumer person. He's a consumerist and he wants people to um, do well. They have 140 branded supermarket products, eating out, clothes, etc. you can do it with. It's quite a fun name. But what you again have to think about, the food products are all branded. So if you are hard up for money, Mm. you will probably be better off going for unbranded or discount store goods. So if you're absolutely hell-bent on buying your Hellman's mayonnaise or your Nutella, and that's one of the offers, then that's fine. But some of the things may not be the best bargain in that you are choosing a branded product. And that's where it comes from. You've got to just check out what you can get. Jam Donut. It offers up to 5.4% back from retailers, and it includes retailers like Marks & Spencer, Sainsbury, Asda and Morrisons. So it's, again, I think chasing cashback mm. is where it becomes difficult. But if you normally shop at M&S or you normally shop at Morrisons, you have their loyalty card as well, then you're getting an extra layer of, of points or money back. But you really have to watch it and don't let it change your spending patterns. If, if it says, oh, you've got to buy El Paso for heaters to get the money back and you don't normally buy that brand, why would you change? You should never chase money mm. off or anything like that because it really doesn't pay you. OK, great advice. Thanks for that, Mrs Mean. Uh, Lindsay Cook, of course, is Mrs Mean. I'm Glenn Thompson. Good to have you along with us today on our podcast series. Lots of other great, tasty episodes in this series as well to uh, get you thinking about how you can save your hard-earned cash. Today, we're looking at those cashback offers and those cashback schemes. What about then the way it works, Mrs. Mean? You've got to sign up to this cashback deal, I I guess, before they get uh, to pay you. How complex is it? Yeah, it's very easy. You sign up and it's usually free. And then it's up to you whether you use it or not. Some people may sign up and think, oh, this is going to be great. And then every time they go to the supermarket or clothing shops or whatever, they forget to look and see whether things are free. If you sign up, then go through the cashback site link to different retailers. They've got links for all sorts of people on their sites. It will show who offers cashback through them. And so you do that. If you're buying online, it's very easy. Your visits then tracked. And if you buy something, an amount will be put into your cashback site account once the transaction is processed. And then you can withdraw it when it arrives in your account and it's the right amount. Can take months. Going through hundreds of Trustpilot reviews for several sites, the big complaint from people was that they had to wait two or three months. But to me, the sensible people said, well, it goes in there and I don't look at it very often. And when I, when I see it's got some money in, I transfer it out. If you're desperate and you're after it, it probably isn't good for your mm. blood pressure if you're all the time checking it out. The cashback sites allow the retailer to track where the traffic is coming from and then they pay the cashback sites for the lead. And the cashback firms, the money comes from, yes, they get the money from the retailers, but also they get it from sponsored adverts and promotions and they may get a bonus. If the cashback site is putting an extra thousand people to buy a certain insurance product, then they may get a bonus. There'll be volume bonuses for them as well. So there's a lot in it for them to direct you to particular retailers or service providers. You can get airport parking 
on cashback sites. I don't know what the saving is, but I know airport parking is expensive, so it's worth looking at. Car hire you can get on cashback sites. Again, you have to look look at the deals and feel you're going to be okay. But you must remember when you're doing it that you go through the link. Otherwise, you don't get the benefit. I guess at the end of the day, Mrs. Mean, can these cashback schemes be trusted? I mean, they are legit, aren't they? You look at a lot of these things. I mean, you touched on it a little earlier and you wonder, well, is it a scam? Is it somebody trying to just uh, illegally get my money? But I'm guessing they're all above board, aren't they, these cashback schemes? Well, I can't vouch for every single one of them. But as I say, the growth area at the moment, and it demonstrates that money is being made by them, are the credit cards and the banks who are offering these services to their customers. They want us to be loyal to their banks, etc. But it's an easy way if you use a credit card mm. and you're, you're using their cashback scheme, then you're OK. Like with the old Santander one, it automatically came. That's dead simple. So if you've got a bank account or a credit card, it's worth checking whether they offer cashback. I got an email and I actually opened it from my bank, whereas I, mm. you don't normally or you often don't. So if you've already got a service, you know, or you've got an IMAX card or something like that, they will more than likely offer you cashback. And I know one of my sons over the years got quite a, and and sometimes you can convert it into Avios points and fly with BA and things like that. So it really depends on how much you're spending. If you don't spend much, it's not going to give you much money back. And also, once again, I say, don't be led by the cashback. Be led by what you want to buy mm. and what you can afford. If you get cash back, it is a bonus and you need to just monitor it. As I say, airport parking, it's one of those things you can look at while you're planning your holiday and just see whether it seems worthwhile. And the thing is, if you get the airport parking on a cashback site, it will be a legitimate airport parking business. Some of them are actually the airport's own parking mm. fees. So it can make you safer than if you do some things by yourself. All right, we're taking a look at cashback schemes. It's all about saving your money, of course, on the Mrs. Me and Money Show podcast. Tell your friends about it. Tell your family about these series as well. Lots of great money-saving tips in our series. Looking at cashback schemes today, Mrs. Mean, cashback rates, are they as good as they were a few years ago? No, but then again, interest rates in all things are much lower. Again, as I say, you shouldn't be chasing the figures. Some of them only offer 0.25%, but if it's on regular groceries or whatever, you can get it back. And as I say, if you've got a loyalty card as well, you're doubling up. You can get probably 1.25%. Some of the credit cards will offer you 5% on the first three months of spending. Mm. Now, if you're somebody who's moving house and you're going to be buying quite a bit of furniture or whatever with your credit card, then you get a chunk of money back. And you're choosing something that you would normally be buying and you're just getting the cash back from the credit card. They like you spending the money. You don't want to pay any interest, though. If you want to find out whether you'd be eligible for a credit card that has cash back, use eligibility checker to make sure you can get it before you make the application mm. because there's no point in applying and then getting a sort of greyish mark on your credit reference background. You should use the cards for all normal spending. Some people, and as a journalist, I know people who used to use um, cards for business spending, you know, they're travelling, etc. And then they would get a bonus. They kept the money. They didn't say to the company, well, 
I'm claiming £1,200 for the flights and the, ho- and the hotel that I had to go when I did that business trip, but I got 70 back, so here it is. <laughs> They'd say, I'll keep the 70 and I'll have the £1,200. So people who spend a lot of money, it can pay them. But again, keep track of it. Don't let it arrive in your bank account and then make you spend more money than you would have done. It's all down to keeping control and not spending when you wouldn't do normally. And drawbacks to cashback schemes, Mrs Mean? Are there any drawbacks? Well, there are. As I say, occasionally companies may go bust. Occasionally the tracking doesn't work and you have a bit of a battle to get the money. Occasionally you think you're going to get cash back and you are below the individual spend limit. It may even be that you buy two items and you think, oh, I'm well over the limit, but each one is counted separately. So you've got to look at the terms and conditions. You should never buy something just for the cash back. But if you are tempted, oh, well, I'll, and I'll get this money back. No point if you're going to end up either no. paying interest or not getting the cash back. As I say, looking through reviews is quite a good way. And I'm saying look through reviews. The cashback companies have to have hundreds, if not thousands of reviews, many of them recent. So you can see that it's not just three of their colleagues writing them up. And some of them are, you know, people complain and To my mind, the cashback sites where somebody says, this didn't work out, where somebody from the company says, oh, we'll look into that, or, you know, they give a review. It's like TripAdvisor. If you go to a restaurant, post a bad review, and they say, oh, this should not not have happened, we'll do this, this and this, give us your contact details. And I think if they care about their customers, then they're good. There are plenty of people who will complain if something's gone wrong. But overall, it's the delays waiting for the money. So if you thought, going on a spending spree next week and you'll have it in the new year, that's very unlikely. Unless, of course, you know, as I say, the um, Jam Donut, it says it'll pay immediately. On its site, the reviews seem to very much say, I like getting the money straight away. I used so-and-so before. I like getting the money straight away now. So it's up to you, but I'm not recommending them. It's just I've heard of the person who runs it and I also looked at their website and I looked at their reviews. But I find with lots of things, you know, it's not just looking at um, technical reviews. It's looking what real people say Mm. about something. Mm. And if real people fall foul of something, well, maybe we will as well. So we've got to be careful. Okay, thanks for that, Mrs. Mean. Invaluable advice, as always, on cashback schemes. Now, the uh, gov.uk website have a very interesting forum section on cashback. You have to register for using it, but if you want to read what other people are saying about uh, cashback schemes, gov.uk, just Google or use your search engine. Just type in cashback scheme forums, and you'll find that probably the gov.uk site will come to the top of the list some very invaluable advice on there but if i could grab one takeaway from you today mrs mean on cashback schemes what would that be before you start spending read the t's and c's because the complaints on the trust pilot and other forums tend to be when people don't know the rules of the scheme and they've fallen foul of them top tip then from Mrs Mean on cashback schemes today. Mrs Mean, this is all about saving money, helping people save money in these very tough times that we're all living in at the moment. I don't think I've spoken to anybody recently who's not having a bad a bad time. They're all having a tough time with uh, their finances, you know, saving money for things like, you know, your heating bills and Christmas and goodness knows what else. Uh, but in our series, we have lots of great advice, don't we? Just give us a few meaty morsels, if you like, of other episodes that we do. 
Well, one of the biggies and gets read a lot is about going around the supermarkets and not getting misled by them because you've got to spend a bit of time and make sure you know which is the better value, washing powder or whatever. Also, I mean, we've looked at travel, we've looked at renting and renting is really difficult at the moment. There are fewer properties to rent, the rents have gone up and landlords can choose who they want. So how you make yourself attractive to a landlord so that you don't have to pay extra. There are lots of things out there. Running a car, a lot of us try not to or try to use it very little. Making sure that you don't pay too much for the funding for your car, how you drive it, Mm. for the insurance. Everything we do, we can save money on. Now, I'm Mrs. Mean, and I don't want (laughs) to be miserable about money, but it does please me when I save some money. Absolutely. So lots of other great uh, episodes in the series, sales, holidays, cars. You know, buying a car, be it a brand-new car or a second-hand car, selling stuff that you might have uh, stashed away in the attic, in the garage, in a drawer. Don't throw it out because your rubbish is somebody else's gold. Uh, the high price of free warranties, transport costs, budgeting, credit cards, lots there, and even the price of babies as well. So it's all there on Mrs. Mean Money Show. Tell your friends, tell your family all about it on your favourite podcast platform. If you'd like to get in touch with Mrs. Mean and you've got an idea that uh, you'd like Mrs. Mean to get her teeth into, uh, contact details are coming up for you very shortly. So, Mrs. Mean, one thing to say to you before we depart today. Nice to see you, as always. Uh, just stay mean, won't you? Absolutely. You've been listening to the Mrs. Mean Money Show. If you have a suggestion for Mrs. Mean to get her teeth into, head over to moneyfightclub.com and get in touch via the contact page. Join us next time and don't forget to listen to the other podcasts in this series and be sure to hit that subscribe button. Listener.